So I just wanted to press play on my podcast for those of you that will be tuning in on our Launch at 30 Days to Greatness, Six Figure Success with Biblical Principles podcast. Who am I? I'm Garlinda Price. Some of you know that. But for those of you that don't, I'm super excited to meet you for the first time. I'm Garlinda Price. I'm the CEO of Launch at 30 Days to Greatness, Six Figure Success with Biblical Principles. And thank you for all of you that have subscribed to our podcast. We want you to share it with other people. You can listen in on your favorite um, podcast replays. And so we're on Apple podcast, Spotify, too many to name, right? iTunes, we're super excited about that. And so I want to share with you just really quickly who I am, a little bit about me real quick and brief. And then we're going to pick up from where we left off when we were last going through my books. And so I'm the author of Launch It Again, 30 Days to Greatness, Six Figure Success of Biblical Principles. And the Lord has called me to Marketplace Ministers. Is that you? Are you a marketplace minister? Well, how would you know if you're one, right? Has God given you an amazing idea or you have a business, you have a ministry, you're in a leadership position and you're trying to figure out how can I merge this with my my ministry? How can I merge my business with ministry? How can I merge my ministry with my business? How can I bring it all together where God is the centerpiece and the focus and still do what God has called me to do, which is to preach and teach the gospel of Jesus Christ or to spread his word, to um, make disciples of men, whatever it is that God has called you to do to evangelize. You know, a lot of times it's not that we have to be vocal about what God has told us to do. Some of us are called to preach, right? I'm a preacher, I'm a pastor, ordained, licensed and ordained, right? My husband and I shout out to Pastor Marvin Price, aka my lamb chop, right? But some people are... Um, called to minister through spoken word. They're called to minister through food. They're called to minister through hospitality. They're called to minister through encouragement and prison ministry. So not everybody will preach from the pulpit, right? So your business, your book, right? Whatever God has called you to do, that is your pulpit. And so if you've ever questioned, you know, God, did you call me to do this? God, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Then, you know, God has sent me along to be the God for some of you, for many of you, maybe not for all of you, right? But for those of you he's called me to, I don't want to miss the mark. I want to hit the mark head on the way he's called me to. So Luke 5 and 4, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. And so you all know the story, right? For those of you that don't, Peter had been fishing all night and here comes the Lord and he's walking along the lake of Gennesaret. And I'm just prefacing, you know, why six figure success with biblical principles. Where does that even come from, right? They had been fishing all night. And so the Lord, as he was trying to get away from the crowd at the lake of Gennesaret, he got into the boat with Simon Peter and he asked Simon Peter to go out. And he told him to um, launch out into the deep water and let down his net for a catch. Well, Simon Peter said to the Lord, well, we fished all night. They had literally just finished cleaning their nets, had, were putting up their fishing equipment, and they were taking off for the day. And so when the Lord told him to go out and to let down, a great, let down his net for a great catch, he said, well, Lord, we fished all night. We didn't catch anything, but at thine will, Lord. Right. So when you go read that verse of scripture, it says, but at thine will, he'll go out. And when he went out, for those of you that don't know the story, he caught such a great catch that the boat began to sink. The boat began to sink that he had to call over James and Zebedee and, and his brothers and the other people he was in business with in their fishing business because he had to share the catch that it was so great. And the revelation that God gave Peter 
when they got back to shore. So Peter falls down at the Lord's feet when they get back to shore and he tells the Lord that he's unworthy, right? Because he knew that there was something special about the Lord when that happened. And the Lord said, from now on, you would be a fisher of men. You would catch men. And so that was when Peter was called to ministry at the Lake of Gennesaret. So maybe you've been in the night hour. Maybe you've thrown out your net. Maybe you've gone fishing. Maybe you've done this. Maybe you've tried to go out and do what thus saith the Lord. And for whatever reason, you just couldn't gain traction. You just couldn't get it to work or you've done it, but you haven't gone as far as you could go and you haven't scaled it up to take it as far as you wanted to go. Or maybe it's still an idea. Maybe it's still a little foggy what the Lord has called you to do. And so there's, here's where I come in, right? Here's the Lord sending me out to tell you, let down your cat, your nets for a catch. So the other scripture that I want to share with you, and I'm reading from the back of my book because these are the reference scriptures that the Lord gave me. And you, can, it's hard to see because I don't have great lighting trying to put this thing up to this um, camera. But anyway, you can find my books at garlandaprice.com. So let's keep going. So the other verse of scripture is Deuteronomy 28, 1 and 3. Now it shall be if you diligently obey the Lord your God. Because you may be wondering, Lord, well... I don't mind going and doing what you told me to do, but where's the money going to come from? I don't mind going and doing what you told me to do, but I'm not sure there's any profit in that. We don't want to lie and say we've never questioned God in that. Now, some of you haven't, right? You have the faith that's to move mountains, right? But the rest of us have maybe in the back of our minds were like Abraham when he questioned about having a baby at 100 years old. We're questioning about this baby that the Lord is telling us the birth like, where's the money going to come from? But the Lord said, I've given you the ability to get wealth, right? But in this verse of scripture, Deuteronomy, 28 1 and 3 it said now it shall be if you diligently obey the Lord your God being careful to do all his commandments which I command you today well what are the commandments that he's commanding you today what is the blueprint what is the vision what is the dream what is the idea what is the unction what is the discernment what is God giving you that you say this is that thing I think this is it I'm not sure, Lord, but I need you to clarify for me, send clarity, send confirmation that this is what I'm supposed to be doing at this hour. And then it says, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. So when we hearken to do the will of the Lord and we follow his commands, he said, I'll set you in high places. That's what we were talking about a few weeks back. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you obey the Lord your God. So you will only receive the things of God when you obey God, when you follow the commands of God. So here I come in again and interject at this point in your life to say, obey the commands of God. Go do that thing. Go do those things which God has called you to do. He will bless you in that. And it says, blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. And on the back of my book, it says, if you are ready to change your life, the life of your business and all that God has revealed to you to complete for his glory in the earth realm and in the spirit realm, then you must launch it right into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. I'm Pastor Garlanda Price. And so there you go. So that's my book. This is the mindset book. And again, you can order it from my website and it just shares with you why Marketplace Ministry. But tonight we're going to be coming from the workbook. And the workbook is everything that the Lord called me to do over these last how many years? I'm 50. I started my first business at 19. So is that 31 years, right? In business, doing the will of the Lord. Sometimes I knew what I was doing. Sometimes I didn't. Sometimes it was trial and error. And so on the day that the Lord told me to start this book and to write it, it was initially just called 30 Days to Greatness. But the Lord said, well, how can it be great and how can anybody be in, be successful in business if I'm not in it and that's when he gave me the scripture references throughout the books and then when he said um 
launch it i didn't really understand what he meant by launch it but launch it meant to go out into the deep because that's miracle territory i remember this man telling me when i used to work on this job i could not stand the job right it was my last real job before i began before i owned a real estate company actually before i became a realtor in north carolina and then launched into owning a real estate company and i had asked him to pray for me and i was telling him you know how much i just didn't like the job and i felt like you know, I was ready to go do something else. And he said, well, sweetheart, miracles only happen out on the water. He said out on the water is miracle territory. And he was talking about this verse of scripture at the time. Of course, I didn't know that. So welcome to the deep water. God bless you. So last time we were talking, um, I shared with you about the prodigal son. And then the time before that, I shared with you um, doing a self-evaluation and questions you needed to ask yourself um, before you got started in business. And then after that, I also began to share with you um, doing some homework and writing down your thoughts and writing down your ideas and asking God to give you clarity about your business. And to, and then we talked about creating a schedule and where could you make room to work your business if you currently operate in a full-time job. And so one thing I wanted to um, share with you is, do we want to start here? So let's start here because I'm currently working on my third book, which is an affirmations book, right? And so I'm super excited about it because um, maybe you're like me. Sometimes you, the negative talk in your head and the negative words that come out of your mouth, you don't really put much credence into them. But the word of God says that out of the abundance, the heart, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever is inside is going to come out. And the other thing it says is life and death are in the power of the tongue. And those who eat, those who love it shall eat its fruit. In other words, whatever you say is what you're going to have. And so it's super important that we say and think great things, right? So what does that have to do with business so how do you hang in there when things are hard how do you hang in there when the credit cards are maxed out how do you hang in there when you don't know how you're going to build and grow the vision that God has given you right you borrowed all the money you could borrow no one seems to care as much as you do about what you're doing you can't really get people to buy into the vision what do you do the word of God says to stand still and know that he is God in other words don't try to make anything happen just be Right. I know that's easier said than done, but stay with me. The word of God says to stand still and know that he is know that I'm God. He said in all things, we are victorious in him and that we are more than conquerors. That's the it's written in the word. Glory to God. It says, I assure you that this is easier said than done. And I get it right. But it's possible. One way is to make a gratitude list. And I'm gonna go through this really um, quickly. The other thing is to praise God through song. When you're feeling low and you feel like, okay, I don't know what else to do. I'm not sure where to go. Um, God, this isn't working out the way that I want it to make a gratitude list. Praise God through song, turn down and take out all the negative self-talk. So for every negative, speak a positive for every negative, negative, speak a scripture for every neck, every negative, speak the word, right? And tell the word, tell the Lord and tell the enemy that's trying to tell you these things. It's that's not what's written in the word. That's not what the word says and give the enemy the word of God. Glory to God. Make sale talks. Um, I'm sorry. Make sales calls to people. Ask for business. Share your business. Talk about your business. Volunteer. Give away your business. If people aren't buying it, you may say, well, people aren't buying it. Why should I give it away? Because you want to interest people in what you're doing. You want people to know about your ministry. You want people to know about what you're doing. Right. And sometimes you got to uh, my husband and I call it addition by subtraction. And I write about it in the books. You got to give to get. 
Glory to God. The other thing you want to do is don't give up in your heart and mind. It's okay, you know, for that minute to say, okay, this ain't working. But it's only okay for a minute. You know, rebuke that thought and say, okay, I'm not giving up. Come heaven or high water. I'm going to make this work because that's what the Lord has told me to do. And he's assured me that it's going to be. The other thing is go to the beach. Go for a walk. Go for a drive. Clear your head. After that, look for inspiration that can get you through the low points. What inspires you? Do you like to draw? Do you like to paint? Do you like to make things? Do you like to cook? cook do you like to clean up i don't know why anybody want to clean up when they're in a low place but hey whatever makes you happy do that thing and then be grateful um and find something to celebrate so let's keep going speak life into situations that look dead and what do i mean by that ezekiel 37 we're talking about business we're talking about launch it 30 days to greatness six figure success of biblical principles success begins in the mind right so that's why we're talking about these things we're prepping and tilling the soil of the mind and prepping and tilling the soil of your thoughts your thought life what you're speaking what you're saying so that we can achieve the things of god speak life in the dead situations that look dead god told ezekiel to speak to the valley of dry bones he said son of man can these bones live right and ezekiel said um oh sovereign lord only you know if the bones can live and so for those of you that have not read the verse of scripture it's one of my favorite you have got to go and read it it's amazing and the lord told ezekiel god told ezekiel prophesy to the bones and so when things don't look like they're going the way you want them to go you got to prophesy to the bones you got to prophesy to the low places you got to prophesy to the valley you got to prophesy to what looks like it's not going anywhere you be a prophet in your own business you be a prophet in your own life and prophesy to the things and you tell them the word of god said you shall live and not die right that i shall see the goodness of the lord in the land of the living in all labor there's profit you got to speak the word to the things that god has called you to do because the lord is stopping he's standing to see will we be faithful see we read on the back of the other book in deuteronomy 28 now it shall be if you diligently obey what does that mean consistently do what the lord has called you to do for his glory it says Ezekiel said, yes, he told them to blow on them and their skin, their newness, their very life returned to these dry bones and they lived. And it says in the word of God, when they stood up, there were a whole army. Glory to God. There's power in our words and thoughts. What we speak and what we think will manifest itself in our lives. So what we see around us is a culmination of our thoughts. What we see around us is a culmination of the things that we spoke. And so I want to keep going to what do we do when there's a dry spot in our business or a dry spot or we're in a bit of a rut, right? So there will be dry periods in your business. There will be dry periods in your endeavors. And sometimes it happens in the beginning, right? The enemy will start out with an onslaught just to discourage you from continuing to go forward, just from discouraging you to, to not keep going because if he can get you in the beginning, right then then he already knows you're going to quit before the end shows up before the good stuff starts to happen right so we have to have stick to it as we talked about that so what do you do to get through the rough patches help someone else i found that when my business was slow in real estate if i volunteered to go like if i just saw a struggling agent at our office i would just take them under my wings and say how are you doing what's going on how can i help you if i saw a client that was looking to buy a house that might maybe was lower than the price point i really wanted to be in i would take it anyway i didn't turn down any business i didn't turn down anything right if someone wants to purchase a product from me like let's say in one of our stores and one of the stores happens to be an auction site and they send me a low offer on that particular day if my sales have been slow i'll take it because the whole goal is to create energy energy produces other energy so volunteer to help people when things are slow what you say 
That's what it says in the book. That's right. Help someone else. I find that when I take the focus off of me, right, I make it totally about giving a part of me or serving someone else. It always comes back. So giving, I'm I'm sorry, giving precedes receiving, right? So when things are slow, give. When things are slow, serve. When things are slow, help, right? Giving precedes receiving. My energy is renewed. My passion for what I'm doing or working on is reignited. And that fire burning passion and energy sparks new and creative ideas that suddenly lead me to more business, new clients, etc. It also allows me to deepen my relationship with others. See, what will happen in business is you begin to find out what your true motives are when people tell you no. You find out what your true motives are when people don't want to do business with you. You find out what the what the motives are and what what's at the, the root of your heartstrings, right? When you begin to come up against adversity because if you immediately get an attitude, you immediately want to fuss at people, you immediately get turned off, then really are you trying to do it to build a relationships or are you just trying to get something? And we talked about it the last time with them, what's in it for me? Right. So begin to work on building and deepening relationships by giving of myself and listening. I'm sorry, listening to other people's passions, goals, visions and desires. God then fills me with new ideas to share with them or confirms and validates the answers to their questions. Because aren't we all seeking answers? Right. And And the word of God says that there's nothing better than a word in season. Glory to God. So give, that is the way to get rid of ruts and slow periods in your business. What a blessing. It said if you teach one, you learn twice. So if you teach someone, right, let's say things are going slow, volunteer to teach someone what it is you're doing, a young person. And I'm not talking about giving away trade secrets. I'm just saying sharing what it is that you do. Also, this is what leads to expert status and being known in your field and in the circles that you desire to be in, that you are an expert right and so another idea for when business is slow is create goodie bags and inside place two pieces of candy one a chocolate one a lollipop i do blow pops it may sound juvenile or childish you say great right but everyone has an inner child and not only that everyone likes to feel special and so i cannot tell you how many thousands of dollars blow pops have made me and what do i mean by that you want to place these items in colorful decorative treat bags right along with your business card or along with a thank you note for someone doing business with you right you can get them from a craft store and so when you put your business card inside or your product samples inside or your postcard inside right along with a blow pop and just a sweet message of thank you or just going out to different businesses. And what I do when my business is slow is I go out to barbershops, salons, restaurants, small businesses, local, locally owned businesses. Or if I happen to be at the bank or if I'm at the dry cleaner or if I'm somewhere where I'm going to interact, grocery store or engage with people. I have the little bags already pre-made and say today I'm out sharing my business. Thank you for the excellent service you gave me. If you ever have a real estate need, give me a call. Right? If you're ever in the market for some amazing cosmetics check us out at glamourcosmetics.com and I hand the bag and I walk off I cannot tell you the thousands of dollars that those little um, business card goodie bags have made me in addition to thank you cards but that's another conversation for another day so 
The joy and excitement that people are going to feel is going to make the other person want to help you in return. Do it, right? It works. This is a, a great key to building a successful repeat business. And the scripture that lines up with that is Luke 6, 38. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, running over. Men and men will pour into your bosom, right? So you can't outbeat God in, in giving. And so we talked about narrowing down the vision the last time that we talked. And so I just want to share with you just really quickly um, what it looks like. What's it all for? Like, why is it? And narrowing down your vision. Why is that so important? Did you write your vision? Is it clear and plain? If so, I would love it if you'll share it with me like over on here on our YouTube channel or over on Facebook or even here in the podcast, right? Um, my YouTube channel is, what is my YouTube channel? So I can tell you right quick garlandaprice.com and over at facebook um, facebook.com garlanda m price so you can find me right over there and i would love to know what your vision is um if you need help with your vision i'm available you can message me we can work through it right so now the next step is nearing down what you're going to do i used to think every idea was a great idea right and entrepreneurs we're like that right because god has gifted us with so many talents that a lot of times we don't know which talent to focus on we don't know God, is that the one you want me to do? Is this what you want me to do? Because we're great at many things, right? But we don't want to be um, a jack of all trades and master of none. We want to master and then move on to add different things, right? So that was something that people used to call me. They used to call me a jack of all trades. Well, I didn't realize that there was a backstory to that that said master of none. I didn't like When I found out, I was like, no, we've got to change that. I didn't like it, right? So certainly there was no compliment and being called a jack of all trades, in my opinion. And I absolutely did not want to be defined as one who had not mastered anything, right? So the goal is mastery. With it, um, I became more goal-focused, and I said, God, I'm only going to focus on the things that you've called me to focus on, and I need you to help me to stay focused. I need you to give me tunnel vision. I need you to help me to close out all the white noise and all the background noise and people saying, oh, you'd be good at this and, oh, you'd be great at that. And help me to see and do only that which you've called me to do. Have I stumbled a couple of times? Absolutely. But God knows how to make U-turns. God knows how to make turnarounds, right? The road that the Lord will have you on never changes, even if you take a detour. He knows how to get you back to the road you're supposed to be on. So it was very hard if you haven't learned this about yourself. But as an entrepreneur, because we're so creative, everything sometimes can look great. But here's an idea that will help you narrow down your focus. On a white sheet of paper, on one side, write down the name of the idea, right? So you'll have an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. Let me grab one. And at the top, you're going to write down the name of the idea, right? And then on the other side of the paper, you're going to write down the earning potential from that idea, and you're going to draw a straight line down the middle. So on one side, you have the idea, and on the other side, you have the earning potential for that idea. Now, the truth is, God should be your only God. This is just an idea to give you on, uh, to help you narrow down your focus, right? Because you want to focus on that which can be the most profitable first that can fund the other visions and the other dreams and the other ideas okay so here's an example i used to create jewelry and sell it a long time ago it seems like it was in a past life but i i just knew i'd be a jewelry designer right at one point i sold to a major department store so my men's cufflinks were carried into three nordstrom's department stores in the northern virginia maryland and dc area
area. What a blessing, right? Not Maryland, D.C. and Virginia, right? And so, however, I struggled with the idea of whether jewelry should be my life's work because after getting in the department store, I thought I was pretty hot stuff, right? <laughs> so I had even thought about going to um, school to become a, um, a metalsmith and a professional jewelry designer. Like I was all in. I was serious, right? I loved it. It came natural to me. Yet the balance of being a mom, right? Because at that point, after I had been designing jewelry for a long time, I had a toddler and then I had a baby. And Lord, short of the baby eating the beads and praying the baby didn't choke on the beads and messing with them. I was like, I don't know how, if this should be my life's work or my life's focus, because I'm. it's like being a one man band. When you create and you're the only one creating, there's no way to scale that up unless you train other people. And because I made one of a kind jewelry, it was very hard to think about how was I going to do that? Stay with me. So I loved that it came to me naturally, but balancing and being a mom and having time to create began to become a struggle. It was a logistical nightmare, right? So one night I had the brilliant idea to share with Marvin, my honey bunny, my lamb chop, that jewelry was the love of my life and I thought it was going to be... And how I thought it was my absolute calling, right? And I'm like, this is what I'm going to be. I've arrived, right? And so he politely said to me, jewelry is a hobby. What? And even in the book, I have clutched the pearls, a hobby, right? It's not the vehicle that God has given you to build wealth. So clutch the pearls. What did he just say? The devil is a lie, right? <laughs> but in all seriousness, he was so right. My natural gifts are in leading, negotiating, relationship building, and beauty. And even though I was great at designing jewelry, that was just an artistic outlet so that I didn't choke people. Just kidding, right? But it was an artistic outlet that God had blessed me to make money out of, but it was not my life's calling. But I needed someone to tell me the truth and to be honest with me and say, girl, Linda, that's a hobby. That is not your wealth building opportunity, right? So the reason it was such a pull and a pressure as it related to jewelry was because it was outside of my natural bent. And so I know I'm spending a lot of time here, but you don't want to waste time doing the things that God has not called you to do. You want to be within your natural bent. That's your natural lineage, your natural gift, that thing that you can do with your eyes closed, right? I can make my face up with my eyes closed, possibly for the most part. I can open a salon with my eyes closed. I can open a real estate company with my eyes closed. I can negotiate a contract with my eyes closed. I make friends at the drop of a dime because I know how to build and establish relationships. So what is your natural bent, right? And at the top of that piece of paper, can you make money? And is it the wealth building idea or the income driven idea that God has given you that lines up to the side of it, right? Jewelry was not at the top of that list because I was the only one making it, right? So create the chart and then discuss it with your significant other or someone whose opinion you value that you wouldn't mind trading places with. And what do I mean by that? I didn't share my dreams and visions with everybody and their mom, right? Because everybody and their mom is not where I want to be. They're not where I want to go. But people whose opinions I value, I value my husband's opinion, right? So find that person. In Marvin's defense, he's always supported me in everything. And I'm glad I listened to him. He was right. Right. So hence, I own a real estate company. I made my first six figures in real estate. This is who I am. This is what I'm called to do. There's days when I just am like, why am I doing this? Right. But it's the call of the Lord. Right. And it's because who would pay me this amount of money legally? without me going to jail and having a tag number and being a ward of the state, right? <laughs> so anyway, the word of God says there's safety in a multitude of counselors. In Proverbs 11 and 14, it says, for lack of guidance, a nation falls. 
But many advisors makes victory sure, but you have to have godly advisors and you got to have people that can hear and discern the, the voice of the Lord and they will fast and pray with you, right? I know it may sound all hokey and spiritual, but I'm just sharing. I'm a preacher. What do you want me to do, right? <laughs> I'm sharing with you the word of the Lord and what the Lord would have me to tell you to be successful in business. So lastly, why are wisdom planning and preparing so important? Because sometimes we're in such a hurry to start. We think that planning and preparations are an, is not an important process. We think it's a waste of time and we're in such a hurry to get started that really success is 90% preparation and 10% execution. That's a business quote, right? The word of God says differently. And as a Christian businessman and woman, we need to apply biblical instruction because it ensures and it secures our success. How so preacher? Last scripture that I'm going to share with you before we end in Proverbs 24 and 27, it says, finish your outdoor work and get your fields ready after that, build your house. I'm going to read it one more time. Proverbs 24 and 27. Finish your outdoor work and get your fields ready. After that, build your house. In other words, prepare first. Do the work first. Do everything that you're supposed to do first to lay down a firm foundation, to build what you're supposed to build, and then execute. That's the word of God. So in other words... So the Amplified Version says it this way, because that was King James. The Amplified Version of Proverbs 24 and 27 says, put first things first. The ERV says, first get your fields ready, next plant your crops, and then build your house. Right? So in other words, before you can open the doors to your business, you must prepare. Till the soil, in other words, work in and on your business ideas, and then open the doors. Follow the steps God has provided you and you will meet with success. Pray and see God's face. Wait for his response, which many times the response was go. He didn't give them the whole plan laid out in explicit details, right? God would show up and provide them with all they needed in word, deed, details, instructions, directions from someone else, from prophets, prostitutes, strangers, derelicts. God used whoever he needed to to tell the servant to go. So don't overthink it, waiting for God to give you this elaborate blueprint. He needs to see, are you going to go out first and till the soil? Are you going to go out first and lay down the foundation? Are you going to go out first and dig the trenches? Are you going to go out first and plant some crops before you expect to receive the harvest? Glory to God. So God is looking for us to go and to do some things before he gives us the rest of the plan. Finally, God uses used and uses the extraordinary, the mind-blowing simple things of life to compel and to propel us forward. Where people miss the mark is where they sit down and say, I'm waiting on God. Don't be that person, right? It baffles me. God's name alone is an action word and it should compel action, not complacency, right? Stop using lack of vision or lack of clarity as the reason or a reason not to move forward. If you've been given an idea or ideas, they're ordained by God. If this is your calling, anything short of activity is a sin, right? It says anything short of activity is sinful. So I'm Pastor Garlinda Price with Common Ground Ministry. I'm also the author. I said that of Launch at 30 Days to Greatness, Six Figure Success of Biblical Principles. I wish you success. I also offer coaching. You can look at my coaching packages over on my website. 
and I have these two books that are amazing. The little book is the mindset book, right? And then the larger book is the workbook. Everything I did to earn my first six figures and to consistently earn a six-figure income as an entrepreneur. And so I'm excited about what God is doing in your business. Guess what? Now is a perfect time to launch it. I want you to subscribe to this podcast and share it with other people. We want to be an extension of the Lord in the earth's realm, and we want to get marketplace ministers in the position that God would have them to be, which is launching so that his word can be expanded throughout the kingdom of God and throughout the earth realm. Okay. I'm Pastor Garlinda Price, CEO. I'll talk to you later. God bless you.